There is a lot of stuff swirling around at the very moment, and basketball seems to have maybe, maybe gotten over that proverbial hump of when are we taking the next step? It appears as though. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by and making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find me on Twitter at Aldeo State, or we're also available on every single podcasting platform as well as YouTube. So there's a lot of things swirling around. And, you know, Fortunately, it only seems to be revolving in one area. Unfortunately, uh, it seems to be an area that's um, pretty important. The, the deepest part of our rosters coming into the season were wide receiver and defensive line. And yeah, you got to see a little bit of that. And then you have the, the Spencer Sanders and some other people leaving because of some of the inconsistencies offensively and kind of uh, what we call and who has say and who doesn't, right? There's a lot of uh, confusion, I guess you could say. And that results in um, some uncertainty again. So when the season's over, right, the bowl game's over. In today's age, re-recruiting is as difficult as your, your initial recruiting, right? We've, we've kind of talked about this. So why does it seem to be difficult for our coaching staff to realize the same thing, right? That's uh, it's a very logical question to ask at the very moment. If there's issues at one area, why are we not fixing it? Why are we not even talking about it? See, that's, that's the thing is, you know, there's good news potentially. Uh, if the kill Gundy to Oklahoma state stuff is true, that would be great news to break. If the Marcus Arroyo to Oklahoma state news is true, that would be great to break. Even if he's bringing TJ woods or not from UNLV with him. It's just, it's hard to, it's hard to fathom when there's a, a major disconnect, right? When you're running a university, um, and after the 2020 stuff with the uh, Chuba Hubbard, having some some issues with, with Mike Gundy and some of the players coming out saying that Gundy's not very close to them. Um, and then you saw some of the evolution of Gundy in 2020, as we've already discussed previously. But we know he can evolve. But we also know he's super, super, super stubborn, uh, which is his, his biggest efficiency. And it makes you kind of wonder, though, like, if there's problems going on in the locker room, and there is, and it's all stemming from one area, why have we not already made some changes? Why have we not already made some, I don't know, attempt at letting um, recruits know and current players know that things are fine? This is the direction we're going, right? That's all you're looking for at the end of the season is if you're worth your salt, Right, and you know you did some stuff over the season to prove how good you are. 
you're going to have other teams hollering or, or, or knocking down your door, depending on how, how talented you are. So as a coach, you know I've got X number of players that are so good that I need to re-recruit them. And all those players are looking for is just a little validation that, hey, there were some things that didn't go right. Hey, we're going to fix them. And hey, here's how you are going to be an integral part of the team moving forward. That's all you're asking for as a parent, as a recruit, as a, a, as a kid coming back. If you really love Oklahoma State and you bleed orange and this is what you want to do, all you're waiting to is be told what, what we're doing. All you're waiting for is to be told that we can calm down, right? One phone call to potentially just let somebody know, like, hey, man, this season didn't go right. The play calling was this. The O-line was this. The blocking was this. We're going to change this scheme. We're going we're gonna to incorporate more of this this season. We're going to go to this running style. You know what I mean? And this is how you fit into the season uh, this this year. This is how we see you fitting into the season next year. This is how we want you to improve between now and spring. These conversations, you would think, are just run-of-the-mill, everyday things. But sometimes that's not the case. And the question is, how can that be the case? If we all know that re-recruiting has now become more important than recruiting. We cannot afford to go backwards. We cannot afford to have players sitting, waiting, just waiting on news, while other teams are beating down their, their cell phones. Saying, hey, you'll play this position, you'll do this, we're going to run this type of offense, you should come to XYZ State University. And if you're a kid that really, really wants to come back, and you've got all these teams telling you what you can be here at this university, and what you, you, you will be at this university, and how much you will make at this university, if, if you're a parent, like, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the fact that you know your son wants nothing more than a simple conversation reassuring that things are going to get better? And imagine not getting it. You're getting love from all these other universities. But the one university you want love from, or you at least want some conversations and reassurances from, maybe isn't one of these, these teams lined up for your services. This is what makes the, the transfer market so tricky. And there's deadlines involved. So the, the waiting game sometimes is not your friend. So when do we decide that we're able to make that, that, that shift? I don't know, right? This is, I don't know, this, this is a, an issue. And maybe we just didn't hire the right people. Um, and if we didn't hire the right people, maybe we... We should check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs, where they can help you hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the specific skill set you're looking for and the values and the experience. 
These are all things designed to help you as a company achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with their specific targeting tools. They go beyond the resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates for your job. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs will make it easy for you to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications. Your call to action today is to go to LinkedIn Jobs linkedin.com slash locked on college again that is linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions obviously do apply so now we got some of the football 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 stuff out of the way football pays the bills i get it i like it i love it but now since we've already heard about jpr and we already know that we're going to have a couple more transfers it's just going to happen brace yourself for it we can stop the bleeding if we, we we make some decisions and or just include some of these players on, on some of the things. If we're trying to push people out, we're not doing a terrible job of it. And I don't understand why. So if we can fix that, we're fine. But now we get to talk about basketball. And if nothing more, Right. If there's no other reason to fill Galgariba than some of the football news right now is kind of depressing. So I want to take my mind off of it and go have an experience. These are reasons to get in Galgariba. If it's not just that, well, like we discussed, if we take out number three team in the United States of America, the Kansas Jayhawks, Galgariba should have been packed to the brim. For West Virginia. It didn't happen. We're still on holiday break. I completely understand. But we should have beat Kansas. Now, I know we don't want to go an entire season on what should have, could have, would have, would have been happening. Because, you know, Boynton's got to turn the corner. He's got to turn the corner. I think he's job safe no matter what because how he handled last season and the recruiting class we have coming in, so on and so forth. But we've proven time and time again this year that we are good enough to beat anybody. I'm not, that's not, that's not just uh, coach speak. That is a fact. UConn, well, I, I didn't look before this video, but I'm pretty sure they're still number one or number two team in the United States of America. KU still top five. Um, and the Big 12, they put out a, a graphic. So check this out. You know, we've talked about on this channel about how the Big 12 is the king of basketball. Again, not coach speak. Uh, they put a, a graphic up during the West Virginia game of the top 10 toughest schedules in the United States of America in basketball. And every single one from number one to number 10 was a Big 12 team. The 10 hardest schedules in all of basketball are all 10 of the Big 12 schools. So this is, you know, the, the, the gauntlet that we're about to run in the juggernaut of the conference that is the Big 12. The beauty of that is, when you're as good as we are, it's crazy to say this, but if you get 7th or 8th place in the Big 12, guess what? You're going dancing. Not that anybody should strive for 8th place. That's not what I'm saying. But the Big 12 is that good. There's a good opportunity that we go darn near 500 and we still get into the tournament. And if we get in the tournament, we will make some noise. That's the only thing that we need. 
We just need the opportunity to get into the tournament. Everything else will sort itself out because the talent is undeniable, much like football. And, you know, got to give a shout out to KU. They're good at football. Uh, They're good at men's basketball. And clearly their women's basketball has taken some strides. Uh, J.C. Hoyt in the women's basketball squad had their first, I would say, disappointing loss of the season. I think that's very fair to say. And and KU's a good squad. So uh, there's a lot more out there for the Cowgirls. Still have a phenomenal record. We still have the entire season ahead of us. Very excited for what what J.C. Hoyt brings to the table. Uh, But, you know, the men's basketball team. They're part of us filling out this uh, this Calgariba thing, right? And we're just we're gonna be we're gonna be fine. We have a game um, against a, a, a pretty salty West Virginia squad, and they got us fired up, and they paid for it, right? And Bryce Thompson has a smooth 15 points. Avery Anderson drops a cool little 13. John Michael Wright running the point, uh, being a, a true consummate professional at that job. Uh, also chipped in another 11 points. Uh, Caleb Boone, uh, he came up big time, right? When he when he needed to, to take over, he did that. Um, uh, Bryce Thompson has been leading the team in scoring, and that seems to be something that we're going to see uh, moving forward. Musa Cisse had a really good game. He went out with an injury about the nine-minute mark in the first half. He came back a little bit in the second half. Um, you know, to, he collects six points and, and, and three boards in just 10, 11 minutes of, of on, on-court play. Haven't heard anything about him being super banged up, so it appears as though, uh, unless we hear anything further, he might miss this, this weekend's game against Texas, but he should be fine to go after that, which is okay. If Caleb Boone and Tyreek Smith play like they played against West Virginia, or even uh, to some degree Kansas, right? Um, Caleb Boone is very well aware how good he can be. I don't think that he always appreciates his talent, um, you know, inside the, the, the flow of the game for the Cowboys. I don't know that he appreciates himself enough, basically is what we're saying. Um, but he, he's somebody that we can rely on. And Tyreek Smith is a beast down low. Tyreek Smith is going to bruise you up uh, from your rib cage to your shoulder blades. And he's so smooth about it. It's just it's just the way it is, right? Anybody can tell you. The, the concept of banging down low in basketball, it's, it, it's that way for a reason. It really is. You're banging down low. and you know, that's not something that's always suited for a Caleb Boone or a Musa Cisse. But Tyreek Smith, he's all about it. If you want to go down low and just bang around, Tyreek Smith will do it all day, every day, and twice on Sunday and love every minute of it. So the, the, the hard-nosed mentality of the basketball team, it's fun. And we had a decent crowd against West Virginia, so so hats off to, to, to everybody who, who was able to make it. And Galgrabba for the West Virginia game is a W. Any W in the Big 12 Conference is going to be something that is, that is very, very, very highly recorded at the end of the year. When it comes down to the decision-making process, which what, what teams do make it into the dance and what teams don't, that Big 12 schedule is massively beneficial to all of us. Again, that's the beauty of the Big 12. You just got to win 
Half of them. Not even half of them. And you're probably going dancing. And that's all you need. When you're as good as we are, you know, you want to get hot at the right time. We haven't got hot yet. We have not played a full 40 minutes of basketball, not one time all season. Everybody on the team will tell you that. And we haven't had a game where somebody just really, really caught fire. Hasn't happened yet. Bryce Thompson obviously looks like he's going to be the main scorer. We've always known about Avery Anderson's talent. John Michael Wright looks very comfortable running the point. Musa Cisse, hopefully his injury is obviously minor and we'll get him back soon so we can keep operating off the Twin Towers. But until he comes back, Tyreek Smith is somebody that's going to bang down low and do just fine. And Tyreek Smith has the highest putback percentage of, of scoring in the Big 12 for a reason. He doesn't score or shoot all that often. But when he does, he's pretty daggone efficient about it. So if we know we have some issues in the locker room in football and we don't know if they're getting addressed or not at the very moment, let's focus on basketball because it's fun and we're pretty daggone good. One night, you might show up and we have an off night and we're still going to battle. Or we could have an on night. Guys, imagine the day that we play 40 minutes of basketball. Bryce Thompson has 20. Avery Anderson has 16. John Michael Wright has a cool 10. Musa Cisse gets a double-double. Caleb Boone gets a double-double. That's a W against anybody in America. If those things happen against anybody in the United States, that is most likely a W. That is something to be excited about as a Cowboy fan. Yes, we've let games slip. Yes, we don't have the bench because of those scholarship limits. Yes, we only brought in one freshman. Yes, we've lost multiple games already this season, right? Five losses. But we've played several top five teams. And we're just, we're, we're literally within a few shots of winning those games. We have not been winning them. That has been the issue. Well, 100% agree. But if you're looking for fun and excitement, this is the ticket. And it doesn't just have to be men's basketball. J.C. Hoyt's got something cooking, as we already know. We, she had her first bad performance of the season. Okay, cool. Let's see how she responds from it. Because if the, the small sample size is any indication, J.C. Hoyt's going to respond just fine. We're going to be just fine. And I expect us to make a decent run in the Big 12. Mind you. We were picked ninth in women's basketball in the Big 12 and fifth in men's basketball. Is fifth place in men's basketball an acceptable season? Yes. Yes, it is. Because why? Because it gets you dancing. And it gets you dancing with a decent seed. We're playing for something this year. And I think the KU game showed that we... We we think we think we're good enough. I think that the West Virginia game proved that we are good enough. And we did something that we struggled to do, which is close out a game against West Virginia. Closing out a game against a very, very strong, tough, hard-nosed Hall of Fame coached Bob Huggins squad. It's impressive. Right? That's a game that 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 does check your medal. And these guys know we should have beat KU. In Lawrence. And that'll hang with them. Right? 
So hopefully, hopefully we all have a good time, sit back and enjoy the show that has become men's basketball. Uh, because, you know, I think if anything, if I'm sorry, if nothing else, we have proven it is worth the price of admission for absolute certainty. You're going to get a show if you go watch Oklahoma State basketball. It's, not, it's, 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 a, it's a wild ride. The Cardiac Cowboys do reside inside Galgrab Arena this season. Um, but, we, yeah, we, we, got, we got Texas coming. Top 10 Texas coming to town. So hopefully, as people start to matriculate back from the the break and everything, that we can, in fact, get get a large crowd in Galgriba. You know, I was on a space earlier for Twitter, and we were talking about some of the recruiting stuff in basketball. Guys, if Mike Boynton can build a winner, we will never, I repeat, we will never have any issues in recruiting. He's landing borderline top 10 classes with, with what? We haven't won anything. We haven't won anything in a long time. We haven't been really good in a long time. But we keep getting these guys. We keep getting the Marcus Smarts and the LeBron Nashes and the Markel Browns and the Cade Cunninghams. And obviously, you know, Keon Williams was very sought after. Musa Cisse was a five-star meant to be one and done. Bryce Thompson is five-star. Like, we're getting the guys. Getting the guys is not an issue. It's W's. Could you imagine what we'd look like in football? With Mike Boynton's recruiting acumen. So we'll just, we'll hire J.C. Hoyt to coach toughness for football. We'll hire Mike Boynton to run recruiting for football. And then we'll allow the football coaches to coach for football. It might be, it might be a decent recipe for success. Um, so if, if, if anybody uh, can, can kick this up the ladder, just, just let me know. <laughs> but um, anyways, guys, there's, there's still bad news coming, uh, but there's also still a lot, a lot of good news potential. For some reason, we're just playing it very tight to the vest, and the potential good news we could be releasing, we're not releasing. Again, I don't know why. Uh, hopefully, we find out why, and hopefully, we find out before it's too late and we don't lose a handful of, of additional transfers. We're going to lose a, another couple. It just is what it is. Um, but we have the capability to stop the bleeding. We just have to do it. So hopefully that's precisely what happens. But as always, I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And I'll see you tomorrow. Later.